King shot a glance down the road. Yes, a car was coming, and coming fast, and it was sure traveling wide open, and it was being handled by a wild driver, too. He leaped behind the wheel again and shot the sedan into gear. They sped off down the road to the east. They're gaining on us, the little man called from the back. They won't be, King shot back, as soon as I get this bus under motion. The speedometer crept up past forty to fifty, and then sixty. Ah, they're keeping up with us. Seventy. Ah, I think we're leaving them, he said finally. And the sedan swept on and on, through one village and then another, left mile after mile behind. King kept glancing in the rearview mirror on the straight stretches. He could see the speck behind that was the car. "'What's the matter with this truck?' the little man barked from behind. "'Won't she do any more?' "'Please remember,' the bishop reminded him with that same twinkle in his eye, "'that this is my closest car, and not a truck.' "'Yeah, and listen, Bishop, this big closed job of yours won't be anything but a sieve "'if those cops back there get close enough to cut loose at a bunch of Tommy guns.' "'Well, I'm doing all this road will stand,' King said with a display of rare common judgment. "'Well, I'll back you then,' the little man said. "'Because all gamble there isn't a cop in this country that can handle a wheel like you can, fella.' "'What makes you think the car back there is full of cops?' asked King. "'Who else would they be?' I think it's only a light coupe that can make pretty good time. Jeez, I mean, a goodness, what eyesight, the dapper man exclaimed. As they broke away on a straight stretch, a sign flashed past them, bearing the information that they'd just crossed the state line between New York and Connecticut. Well, they're still trailing us, the dapper man said. King glanced up in the mirror above him, nodded, and pressed down harder on the accelerator. They shot through a village. King slowed his speed. He, he didn't know who might be in the car behind, but he did know that to flash through villages at such speed would mean trouble and investigation. And he knew, too, that he could step away from that light coupe on the straight stretches any time he wanted to. In fact, he was very curious about that coupé. There were no cops hanging on the outside, and yet there was no doubt the vehicle was chasing them. They flashed by a sign that read, Branchville. The bishop motioned to the right. Turn next, he said. King glanced in the rearview mirror. They were in luck. There had been a turn back there, and they'd left the coupé on the other side of it. He clamped down on his brakes and swerved, taking the corner fast. A cry came from the little man in the rear seat. Ah, they saw us, I think. They just popped around the corner, back there, just before we got out of sight. King turned to the bishop. Where do we go now? he asked. Straight ahead, and you'd better make the best time you can. We have one or two little things to accomplish before we can risk this other car's catching up. The accelerator went down to the floor. Oh, they made the turn, too, the dapper one shouted. They're following us, all right. They skidded a curve and lost sight of the other car for a moment. But now they were whizzing up a hill, and from the top of that hill King could look ahead and see Long Island Sound ahead of them. I suppose, he said with the slightest trace of smile on his thin lips, that we run smack into the sound. Young man, said the bishop, eyes twinkling, you have a, you have a wonderful powers of foresight. Is that is exactly the plan? Huh? demanded King, turning quickly. Oh, the plan does not include our being in the car, the cleric smiled. Never fear, this expedition may seem crazy to you, but not quite as crazy as that, I assure you. Down on the other side of the hill, they tore. The road was fairly straight. They zipped past a cluster of farm buildings and another and another until they reached a sign 
End of road. King could see that without being told. He was already clamping down on the brakes. Uh, We'll go straight ahead, advised the bishop. Then King saw a narrow dirt road leading across a field that was flanked on the front and both sides with scrubby growth of trees. He followed orders. Shooting across a main highway along the high shoreline back of the field, he slid into the narrow road. Ah, they see us, came the voice of the little man. They just topped the last hill as we came in. Well, that means, said the bishop, that we will have to be very quick. Here's the plan. I have a boat below this bluff. The field runs right to the edge. The trees will hide our movements from either side. We stop the car at the brink. We get out and then shift into motion, and I send the car over the cliff. The water is deep. The car will never be found. King turned to the little man in the rear as the sedan sped on toward the brink of the cliff overlooking the sound.